Family, welcome to the Black and Balanced Podcast. I am your host, Kirsten Simone, per motherfucking usual, the one and only in this piece. Okay, I'm not going to pretend like I can rap because I cannot. Um, But today, I am reporting live from my core, still in the parking structure at my job that has driven me to tears today. So, um, last week we had a bit of a uh, trying time and trying week and ironically it's Tuesday again and I'm recording another episode right after my work shit so (laughs) uh I'm noticing a trend here what about y'all because um bitch I can't keep having Tuesdays like this it's driving me to go to taco Tuesdays and get a little bit too margarita drunk and have too many tacos knowing a bitch is trying to get her stomach snatched and her ass fat I have got to prioritize my stress because I cannot be out here taking margaritas to the head like this when I'm in a way, you know, feeling away. But um, like I said, last week it was a bit of a trying week, and today we're gonna get into why. So the episode, this episode is going to be called. I haven't even named it yet. This is how impromptu I am with y'all, and I just want y'all to know that I am still really trying to figure out how to use this whole platform shit. Like I. So a little backstory on me. I started listening to podcasts in about 2016 and it changed me. Tracy G. I I will always be a fan of Tracy G just for the fact that um, her podcast is what turned me on to podcasts, turned me on to affirmations, and I will always preach that that was a life-changing experience for me. So anyway, been listening to him since 2016, like winter of 2016. So right now I'm like almost three years in the game with just listening to podcasts and, um, everybody's podcast that I listened to was so dope and they seemed so put together and their theme music was so awesome. And, you know, they had these like bomb ass taglines and like these bomb ass, uh, uh, um, um, what's it called? Sponsorships and shit like that little commercials and shit. I'm like, this shit is together. Like I can't do this. And that's what took me so long to start this podcast because I felt like, it was so many pieces and I just didn't know like what to do first or how to do anything so um noticing I'm and I'm y'all know I'm a talker I be talking and it take me a little while to get to the point but I'm coming so just just take your time take your time with me um but I said that to say this all of the podcasts I listened to everybody had like a day that they released their episodes on they're like oh I release my episodes every Wednesday you can listen in every Wednesday and I'm like okay well bitch what if I feel away on Tuesday or Thursday or Saturday or Friday night um and I need to say something and I feel like I want to publish it right now I should be able to do that um although it's not like my uniform date and I understand that organization is key to any successful situation and you know um I should probably pick a day like Wednesdays used to be my day that I would release pod episodes on but then I just started feeling like you know I want to talk and talk is therapy to me and this is the only thing that makes me feel better right now so that's what we finna do we finna keep having episodes whenever the fuck I feel like it so Today's episode is going to be about um, being able to understand no and accept rejection. So a part of my anxiety last week was um, regarding the fact that I had went to an interview and for the first time in Kirsten's work history, interview history, I did not get offered the job. I did not. And they did not say shit as to why a bad bitch like me did not get offered the job. And I was just a little taken aback. You know, that was a very humbling experience. Because like I said, any job that I have applied to, I have always gotten it. I am a finesser. Okay, baby? I am, I can talk my way in and out of anything. Do you hear me, bitch? If I wanted to be the president of the United States, I could probably talk my way into that job. 
because clearly motherfucker anybody can apply these days but whatevs so i was really like shocked and like um especially for what this was so okay so i'll get y'all the deets i'll get y'all the deets so uh for maybe like the last two years i have really had this burning desire to just travel the world and get paid for it like i'm i keep telling myself like you know what i'm just gonna save up like 50k quit my job travel for a year and then i'll come back to the work world but it is it is and it's going to happen i won't i won't even say it's a goal it's um it's it's what do, what do you call something when it's gonna happen but it's not a goal yet it's just gonna happen regardless I don't know. I'm gonna call it a goal for now, but it is a goal for mine, an aspiration, I'd say, um, to just be able to travel the world and live in maybe like five or six different countries within a year, and then come back to normal uh, life and continue on about that way. I truly and firmly stand by the fact that learning through experience um, changes you as a person and changes the way you learn and view the world. And as I have traveled on my own without a job, helping me do that for free or very very cheap. Um, I have felt just like such a connection with people and, and with locals in different places that I go. Um, when I travel, I make it my business to stay where the locals stay. Like I'll get an Airbnb or um, I'll stay in an area that's like not so uppity and great. Like when I go to New York, a bitch staying in Brooklyn, a bitch staying in Harlem, a bitch staying in Queens, Jamaica. Like I don't stay in Manhattan in the city because I want to be in, although locals are there, but them be them them the rich bitch locals and I ain't there yet and I kind of just like be like I be going places like where's the black people I need to find all the nigga shit right now like somebody find me some nigga shit because I need to feel comfortable when I'm asking if I could buy some weed from somebody no I'm just kidding but um I do like to be finding like I want to find the color community I want to find the people of color the black businesses the black artists the black everything whatever I can do to support black people when I am out of my normal um home I am down to do it so, um, said that to say, I've been traveling and I've been learning and I've been experiencing and I just decided like, damn, I have to make this a career for myself and I have to figure out how to do it. So I decided that I wanted to be a flight attendant and I had watched like, this was like 2017 that I started applying to airlines and I was just locked watching like a shit ton of videos on YouTube about being a flight attendant what you need to do to get the job how competitive it is I joined all of these groups on Facebook that was like prospective flight attendants for Delta want to be flight attendants for Southwest like all of these different groups and I'm like yes a bitch got the keys 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 let's do it I'm finna figure out how to be a fucking flight attendant so I could fly to friendly skies and travel for cheap and put all my bitches on my little buddy pass and we all cheer so so my very first um flight attendant job that I applied to I applied to work for American Airlines and I had gotten so far as to get to the video interview and let me just say baby <laughs> baby I found my laptop <laughs> I found the video that I submitted as my video interview and not only was a bitch fat because it was like November so I was puffy as fuck but um I, um, girl my wig went together it was just a hot mess I just was not ready I was not I was not ready and I don't understand how I wasn't ready because I had watched a shit ton of videos but I had I also did that very impromptu um so shout out to my homegirl Lo Lo the Light for helping me record that video and get my shit together in my wig and um I think she let me borrow a white shirt that day also so I could just take the pictures and shit but that's neither here nor there so that was the first flight attendant job I applied for and I did not get um obviously I did not get a job offer from that one 
And I was a little disappointed, but I was like, cool. So um, all this time between 2017, winter 2017 and now, um, I've kind of been pussyfooting around with it. Like, I want to fly. Mm, the, 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 the process a little discouraging. Like, uh, I ain't never really been turned down before. Like, mm, I don't know. It's a whole lot of people. And when you see the processes for some of these airlines, like, okay, so I'll give you all an example. I'm in this group um, for people who want to be a flight attendant for Southwest. Last week, when I went to LA to um, do my interview for the airline I applied for, which we're about to get into, um, I checked the group because I'm just like, okay, I'm flying. I should update people. I should tell the group what the fuck is going on. But I, j- I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to jinx it. So I just was like scrolling through the group. And there was a girl in the group um, that was saying that she had just gotten her conditional job offer. It's called the CJO. When you are uh, attempting to be a flight attendant, they send it to you. And that's basically saying you have the invitation to training. So like you're going to come to the training class. And um, she was like, I just got my CJO. Da, da, da. And bitch, do you know I scrolled through the comments? And somebody asked this heifer, when did you apply? Do you know she said 2017? 2017. She applied in August of 2017. Bitch, it's finna be August again. It's June. It's June 2019. I'm like, what in the fuck took them so long? But then when I got to the interview that I had, I realized like, oh, y'all have a shit ton of people applying every month. So you kind of got a lot to cipher through. So it all made sense. Um, But that's kind of also why I have just kind of been dragging my feet because I, since that interview that I did or the video, um, and it wasn't even really an interview because there was no one there interviewing me. It was just like questions that you had to do a video and answer the questions via video. Since that, I hadn't really applied to many other places or taken the application seriously because I'm just like, hmm. And I started advancing in my career in the financial industry. Now, um, I'm a lender. I won't say my job's name, but um, I'm a residential lender right now. And I had got just gotten that position, I think, right after I submitted the video. So everything was like happening in bullet points. And I was cool with that. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to get my feet wet here. Maybe it's just not my time. I'm big on divine timing. So I just chilled out on all of the flight attendant activity and decided to get good at this well between now and then (laughs) I have realized that um that's just that's that's life just ain't for me like that's that's life is just not honey like I cannot be tied to a to a desk all day I can't I can't I can't I can't I'm getting to the point where I will bang my damn head against my desk every day at work going forward if it's gonna make the motherfuckers think that I'm mentally unstable and put me on FMLA because I am just like over it like I can't even explain to y'all baby I have breakdowns maybe like two I don't know two three times a week (laughs) in the bathroom stall at work I'm just like oh what's my purpose God when is the pod gonna start paying a bitch bills but you know this is what it is right now and and I can't afford to quit like 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 I would like to so um I seen an opportunity and I took it so back in January, my mother went on a um, luxurious, honey, very fabulous trip to Dubai with her good girlfriend, um, her good doctor girlfriend, honey. That's why it's good to have doctor. Hey. 
Hey, Black and Balanced listeners, I think we overdue for a little party. So with that being said, Black and Balanced has teamed up with Chicago's premier event production firm, Events by Pyramid, as well as Honey Jack Jack Daniels to kick off your summer with the Rendezvous Day Party. Saturday, June 29th, we are bringing you our celebrity guest, DJ Envy, from the world's most dangerous talk show, The Breakfast Club. That's right, DJ Envy will be in the building on the ones and twos, doing a live DJ set, rocking the building. So grab your tickets at eventnoir.com backslash DJMVMKE. Again, that's Saturday, June 29th from 2 to 8 at RWB Milwaukee, located at 1044 North or 3rd Street. Jack Daniels is going to hold us down with some lit drink specials. Um, Events by Pyramid is going to hold our Chicago listeners down with a party bus to bring you to the festivities. So grab your ticket, eventnoir.com. Beat me there. Do not meet me there. I can't wait to see you. They do shit like call you on a Tuesday like, oh, honey, do you want to go to Dubai in two weeks for 10 days? And all you got to do is buy your flight. And I was like, oh, okay, it's like that. You got shmoney money. She rich, rich. I bet. So um, my mom went to this trip in Dubai. She flew business class. And I was so excited, honey. I was excited. Like, it was me, bitch. I was, like, uploading the videos. Like, how can I Photoshop myself in this? How can I bow out these little niggas? Like, what can I do? But, um, and it was beautiful. And I was just, like, amazed. And it was my very first time um, actually seeing an Emirates airline flight in their like their aircraft so um she's there she comes back she tells me she was like yeah my flight attendant oh because bitch when you fly emirates if you fly business class or first class bitch you basically get a condo on that motherfucker they basically give you a two-bedroom condo <laughs> like you get your own flight attendant that tends to you specifically they come and make sure you straight like you is getting your money worth and them flights is not cheap honey so um she was like yeah my flight attendant during the flight was telling me that they're hiring you should apply so I'm like, okay. So I get on their website and I'm looking at all of the little um the um benefits and stuff and all of the uh requirements and and I'm like, okay, I could definitely do this. This is my type of jam. It's real bougie and shit. Um I belong, you know, amongst the elites, you know, the bougie, the uh the bad and bougie. So I'm like, um let me let me see what they're talking about, what they're hitting on. So I applied. Um and at this point it was probably like February, like early February. I applied and um but the applications be long as fuck and you be needing stuff like you be needing plenty of little pictures like you need a a passport size professional photo a full-size casual photo a full-size professional photo like they just want like 50 pictures of a bitch they want to make sure you bad and I'm like I don't understand you can look at this first picture until then I'm a bad bitch <laughs> like so what more information do you need but um because they needed all of that shit and at the time I think I had braids or a wig on I know but um my hair was not in pristine condition so I didn't complete the application I like I didn't submit it but I filled out all of like the basic info like job shit school shit things like that so um this past when was this I want to say like two weeks ago on a Monday yeah two weeks ago because I got back from LA last Monday so two weeks ago Monday I got an email from Emirates Airlines saying that they were having an open day they were having an opening day. Sorry, my words are cluttered. Um, they were having an opening day in LA. 
and basically what an opening day is for an airline is they basically send out a recruiter or like a team of people from recruiting from recruitment or um hr to host this like open interview day um for people to come out and like try to get a job for so i'm like geeked because listen if you do the if you do the research for emirates first of all they get 10,000 applicants per month that's number one number two they go to like 33 different countries to try to find their flight attendants and they only had one date here they only had that one date that they were coming for this go round in the u.s um they were going to like you know like i said like 33 other countries to seek out um candidates so i got the email and they put in the email what all you needed, the time, location, all that shit. And I was like, oh, my God, I wish I could go. So I text my mama like, Emirates is having opening day in L.A. Um, this coming Sunday. Sad face, sad face, sad face emoji. Not sad face, but like the face that make you, that make it look like you saying, oh, like with a little mouth open, little eyes closed, like, oh, that face. I sent that. So um, she texts me back like. How much is it look? Uh, how much is the tickets? And I looked at my phone like, which excuse me? How much is the ticket? You finna send the bitch? Oh. So I immediately got online and started looking up airline tickets because I like my mama knows how much this means to me and and how much of a dream. And I'm gonna try not to cry during this entire shit because like. Although I got rejected, I am just so, so, so grateful. Like, so grateful. My support system, I cannot, I cannot, I could not make it without my support system. I'm really, like, blessed. Um, so, I'm looking up tickets, and I'm like, okay. And I found me a plug-ass ticket on the way there. And through another airline, I found me a, what turned out to not be really be a plug like I thought it was. Because it was through Spirit. And if you've ever flown Spirit before, then you know they pay, they make a bitch pay to go to the bathroom. So, that's never a, a deal. But I essentially found two inexpensive tickets for for it to be as prompt so like that was on a monday i was buying my tickets i was purchasing my tickets to leave out friday night after work so i bought my tickets um with my mom my mom held me down got my tickets for me we hurried up and bought me um like a suit a cute suit and it's crazy because i realized like i have a lot of corporate work clothes but i hadn't had a suit so i guess um i guess i needed that anyway because now bitch look like a real boss for real for real but got me a suit got that rush ordered to the house from new york and company um got my hair did um and just like gather my shit and my friends took me to the airport in chicago so i could catch my flight friday night after work like it was just everything lined up so perfectly so the venue that they were hosting the opening interviews at was um a, a crown plaza hotel very nice hotel by the way right in um rodeo beach or some shit like that i know it wasn't rodeo so don't don't correct me but um very nice hotel on the beach and it was happened to be i have an aunt that lives there her name is erica shout out to my tt because she a real one she held up she held a bitch down the entire time i was in la y'all just don't understand when i say my support system is 200 i am a blessed girl but um my auntie stayed like 10 minutes everything was just perfect like my auntie stayed 10 minutes away from the hotel and she stayed 10 minutes away from the airport so i wasn't gonna have to spend too much money on uber getting from here to there um the the interview was sunday i was like i'm gonna call in to work on monday and i'm just gonna come back home i'm gonna bust this shit down it's gonna be good 
So I get to LA Friday night. Um, my auntie held me down. She came and got me from the airport. All day Saturday, we were ripping and running for me. When I say I collectively spent probably like three hours in Office Depot, just making sure my pictures were perfect, making sure my resume didn't have any like stupid um, typos that I, I missed. I had like two people, uh, one being a teacher, look over my look over my resume just to make sure everything was pristine and I had previously done this resume with an ex-flight attendant for a flight attendant job so I knew that the resume was catering towards um, the job that I was going for and that's just a bit of advice if you are looking for another job and it is different from what you've been doing or the current field that you're in please tailor your resume to fit what them bitches is looking for because um, it's okay to lie like on resumes it's totally fine No, it's the American way to lie to get your way so don't feel bad about that shit. But I didn't have to lie on this one because I really did have the experience they was looking for. They don't look for, um, so if anyone's interested in being a flight attendant, they don't look for you to have flying experience. You don't have to be an ex-flight attendant to get this job. You simply have to have customer service experience and you have to get in the interview and make them motherfuckers feel like you live, ble- bleed, and breathe to serve customers on a plane. Like You have to make it seem like customer service is your entire life. So um, just, just note, mental note for y'all. But I did my interview, I mean, my um, my my resume, I had my pictures printed out, I picked a bad bitch picture to, uh, to put in my CV, that's what they call like your portfolio, so in your CV, it holds your resume, a few different pictures of you, all the little picture requirements I was telling you about, all that shit, your um, passport picture, your high, a picture of your high school diploma, and then if English is not your first language, and you have taken some sort of... Um, English course or English test like ESL learning or some shit like that they like for you to put that information in your CV as well so I had all my stuff together it was perfect my clothes were pressed since I was so um close to the venue for the interviews the interview started at nine and I was very close so I was up like a bitch was already I was up at like 6 a.m meditating saying my mantras holding on to my crystals for dear life like god please and I was confident I was like I know I got this job like I know I got this all I need because like I said I could talk my way in and out of anything all I ever need is to sit in front of somebody and have that conversation in his mind like if you just sit me down you want to talk I'm going to talk your ass. I'm going to tell you what you want to hear, bitch. If you want to hear that the sky is green, purple, and red, I'm going to tell you how beautiful it is that the sky is grass green, royal purple, and blood red right now, and the color combination is very complimenting in your eyes. I'm going to make you feel like a god, okay? So I am ready. And then I get there. And it was so many, it was less people than I thought, than I anticipated, because obviously I had been drowning myself in YouTube videos all week, particularly about Emirates opening day, how to pass, how to successfully pass the Emirates interview, because it's a process. Um, So I've been watching all these YouTube videos, and I'm expecting it to be like thousands of people here, because like in other countries, um, the opening day, you might be there with like 1,200 other people. So I'm like, okay, I'm expecting it for plenty of people. It's going to be plenty of competition. But I walk in there, and it's probably only like 250 people there. Maybe 250 might be pushing it. Probably like 200, 200 people there. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is cake. This is cake work. I got this. I got this in the bag. Um, and I immediately made friends, per usual. Anywhere I go, 
I immediately make friends. People either come to me or I go introduce myself to them and we just get to kick in and kicking the shit and then it's all good from there. Um, so I immediately met like a group of people, a couple of guys and a couple of girls um, that I kind of clicked with and we all went in and listened to the presentation and when we got in there, there was only one recruiter. So I was kind of looking at the shit sideways like, oh, okay, all the other videos I've watched have stated how there was like multiple recruiters and you go through all of these different phases of the of the um, application, pro- well, the hiring process and you have to meet with like a panel, all this shit. So I'm expecting to see more people. But it wasn't. It was just her. And homegirl came on and told us flat out, like, hey, um, I'm a little jet lagged. Sorry if I look like shit. I just got here not long ago. Um, she had only been in the States for, like, like, she had literally just got off a flight to Dubai, like, less than 10 hours ago. Like, way less than 10 hours ago. So, um, she was, she had gave us that briefing right up front, like, this is what it is, but I'm gonna ring out through this shit, and, um, this is what we gonna do. She ain't say that verbatim, but y'all know I'm paraphrasing. She's like, well, I'm gonna ring out through this shit, and this is how we gonna do today. So, um, the first part of the morning was basically the introduction to the company and, um, the benefits of course, and what life is like in Dubai, because if you're working for Emirates airline, it does require you to relocate and and live in Dubai until your contract is up. Um, or continually, if you decide that you want to continuously renew your contract year after year. So a bitch was ready to pick up and move girl. We were me and the pod. We was all going to Dubai, honey. I was going to be reporting live from Dubai. Like I was going to be like, y'all know what? We we got a bus moves. We international with this shit. So I was already geeked. And then like looking at all of the benefits, I was just even more geeked because none of the airlines in the United States offer any benefits even close to that. Like it damn near has tainted me and made me only want to work for Emirates if I'm going to be a flight attendant because the benefits are just out the game. Like they out the game. I'm gonna let y'all look that up on y'all and I'm not gonna steal it. Um, I'm not gonna uh, steal the, the shocker, uh, the shock effect out of seeing what them benefits is like because they are crazy. And um, I fell in love. I fell in love instantly. I'm like, I don't fuck my, <laughs> I don't fuck if I'll never see another American again in my life. Like I am ready to move to Dubai. I want to do this. I want to travel the world with my job and just like do this. I was so excited and I was so confident and I was speaking positively over this opportunity and I'm just like everything keeps falling in line this is gonna be great I'm getting this job so the interview process went like this Um, It was a three-part process. The first part, you go up to the recruiter and basically hand her your resume and um, your CV. I'm sorry, your CV. You hand in your CV and they do a process of eliminations from there. Of the people that got picked, um, they go, they give you like a a scenario. They put you in a group basically. And then they give you a scenario or a problem that you have to solve. And you have to come up, you know, with a solution as a group. And then they eliminate from there. And then the last um, process is you get like an assessment test. So you'll take this assessment test. And from the sounds of it, um, I think that it just like make sure that you are fluent in English Um, but I could be wrong that's just from what I gathered from what I've heard so you take this assessment test and if you pass the assessment test then someone reaches out to you and you have like a Skype interview with like a panel of people um, and then they tell you from there whether you're going to move on and receive a conditional job offer to come to Dubai and train for seven weeks training is seven weeks long and um, they have their baby let me tell you let me let me tell you how to fuck Dubai hosts their employees down so they have their own training university they have 50 different housing complexes that they pay for your housing and your transportation to and from work so you can literally if you're going to work for emirates you can literally move from the united states to dubai 
with nothing but the clothes on your back if you wanted to in like a suitcase because you don't have to provide yourself with shelter you don't pay no bills you don't pay no car no you don't have no uh you know bus pass or nothing like that to buy every month to get to and from work they come and get you when you lay over in other countries they give you cash from wherever that country is to purchase your like food and shop and shit um but as it pertains to training they have these uh, apartments, and that's that's where you stay as a flight attendant too. So that's not just for training; you can stay there as a flight attendant. And what's dope is if you're like married or or um or about to get married, I think they give you like an allowance. So they basically go half on you with your rent wherever you decide to stay, because your spouse obviously can't stay in the Emirates um headquarters, and unless they work for Emirates too, that might be something to look into. But um but yeah, so they got every all these all these deals. You get like this discount card where anywhere you go in Dubai, you and them this card and you get like some type of percentage off so what I've gathered from all of this shit is working for Emirates Airlines is kind of like working for the government in Dubai like you get a discount everywhere so you go through your seven week training and then you're guaranteed 100 flight hours per month and in the working world like the quote-unquote working world corporate world that's about two and a half weeks worth of um worth of time so because if you think you do two weeks 80 hours uh 80 hours is two weeks 100 hours probably like two weeks in two days or something like that whatever and then after that you get the rest of the month free shit if you want to pick up ships you can if you want to go somewhere for another week and a half and shoot the shit and kick it you can um you can really do whatever so um so where was I going with this I got lost oh shit I was talking about benefits training Okay, come back. So she was explaining all of that shit to us, and she was telling us how um, how the day was going to go, and um, it was just her. So this whole time, I'm still very confused. So after she explained and doing through the presentation and everything, she was like, you know, everybody line up, you know, um, one by one, row by row, because we were in, like, a hotel ballroom. She's like, row by row, y'all going to line up and give me y'all information. So when I got up there, I'm in, I'm expecting like I'm finna wow this bitch. Like I'm finna tell her everything she wanna hear. I'm finna, finna finesse the fuck. So I get up there and I hand her my CD and I'm like, hi, I put on my cutest little happiest, like cheery girl smile and voice. And I had my red lipstick on, it was popping, making my teeth look white as fuck. So I'm like, hi, my name is Kirsten. Handed her my CV. I made sure to put the bad bitch picture right in the front. So that was the first thing she saw, so she knew I was cold either way. Um and she asked me, she asked me one question. She was like, um, oh, you have a lot of banking experience. Why the change? And I laid my answer on her. I laid it on thick. I made it sound all good. She was like, oh, okay. And then politely dismissed my black ass. And I was like, oh, oh, I thought we was going to chit chat. But no, all right, maybe not, maybe not. So I didn't really get an opportunity to like talk to her and like give her my shit. Like really, I had a whole spiel for her. Like, yeah. I'm finna come at you, coming at the next with this shit. Like I, I want to do this, and um, I didn't get an opportunity to do that. And it was like two, other, but it was to like 200 other people there. So in her defense, she really didn't have time to hear everybody's life story about how they got into this very moment right here. Um, so after everyone handed in their CV, she let us know like come back around one o'clock. I'll have the registration list posted, and if you are moving on to the next process in um, the interview process, then you, to the next stage, sorry, in the interview process, then you will see your name highlighted on the list. So it's about a two-hour gap, a two-hour gap between when we left and when we came back to see the list. Um, like I said, I had made some um, some homies, so me and my niggas went to eat. We went to this next, uh, no, we went to seafood, seafood spot, Blue Water Grill. 
in LA right off the beach. Very nice, very good food, very good staff. I recommend it to anybody. Um, so we went there, we ate, we chatted, we connected, we started a group chat, and it was chill. Like we we I made everybody like hold hands and say positive affirmations because we was all a ball of nerve. So I was like, okay, bitches, everybody hold hands. We all joined hands and we all went around the table and said positive affirmations about that day and about that position and about our you know where we were going from here um so we went back to the hotel and waited for the list waited anxiously for the list to be released and when the list came back a bad bitch name was not highlighted it was not a bitch was not getting the job and I was like I was I'm not gonna lie to y'all I was a little fucked up at first because I was so sure I, I I was so sure I was like I have this in the bag I know I'm getting this job I started thinking about what, when I was gonna throw my going away party I'm like okay so if they have an interviews in June they'll probably start sending out letters to people letting them know when they are gonna leave and like late july early august i could have like a little fall bomb fire going away part. bitch i was planning i was planning everything i could believe they didn't pick me i could believe it i was outraged so i called my little boo at the time and i was like um i didn't get the job i called my mama first and i was crying i had to let my mama get me together she was like you better not let them people see you cry so i had to get my shit together <clears throat> and then i called my little bae so he can give me some sympathy words and um and yeah and i was just like damn i cannot believe i did not get this shit and then i was cool like after I, I see see me, I'm gangsta, but I have to shed a couple of tears for for at least like you gotta give me like 15 minutes to cry about it, and then I'm straight after that. Like I once I see my tear maximum for the day, I'm I'm gully again. So I, I I cried it out and I got my shit together, and then I went and it was Cali, so I indulged in California activity, if you know what I mean, and went on about my very my merry day, and um. And I mean, I was cool with that. Like, I was cool for the rest of the weekend. I really didn't want to tell anybody. So I didn't tell many people initially that what I was doing because I didn't want the pressure of the anticipation. And that's exactly what happened. Like, I told a handful of people, like my cousin, one of my favorite cousins. I told two of my favorite cousins. I told um, um, my mom and dad, of course, my sister knew. Um, I told two of my other sisters. I told and one of my good friends so I told people that I needed um my two sisters that I told we travel together everywhere and whatever job I ever get they will always benefit if it you know as it pertains to traveling or whatever so I'm like look bitches I need y'all to pray because I'm gonna get this job and if you and if I do we going everywhere we going everywhere all around the world so I had to tell them and I had to tell my homegirl because she was doing my hair impromptu and then of course like my aunt knew and her friends so I didn't tell a lot of people but when I didn't get the job the people that I told, I had to explain to them, like, how it went and why. And I just didn't feel like doing all of that the day of. Like, I just wanted to sit back and smoke my herbal stimulations and just process the fact that a bitch had got rejected. Because I ain't never really been rejected before. So, I was like, okay, let me see what this shit. Because this, this, this is some shit. These niggas didn't pick a bad bitch. I can't. I still just cannot wrap my head around this shit. Like, y'all must not have looked at my picture good. Because my picture was great. My resume, first of all, really makes me sound like I was, like, popped out the pussy banking like popped out the cooch at the bank processing what how many deposits you got today boo okay how you need your change back like that's how my resume makes me sound like I am just the queen of this banking shit so I'm like how dare they but I didn't get it and I I had to be cool with that and then I had to consider the fact that they also had one recruiter there 
which I don't think was a good idea because it's like there is no way in hell that one woman looked through over 200 applications or CVs in two hours and she was jet lagged like there's just not a chance so I'm giving sis the benefit of the doubt that she was just sleepy when she got the mind and she didn't get to thoroughly check all my greatness and she just put me in the wrong pile coincidentally that's what I'm going with um so I'm just like damn like all of these things were happening and I'm like okay I have to accept the fact that I did not get this shit this job and I'm gonna have to go back to my job I was cool with that until I got to work <laughs> oh baby that that's how that's how y'all got that episode last Tuesday because baby I got back to work like oh oh reality it hurts like I was just I was just fucked up I'm like I can't believe I gotta talk to these damn clients I can't believe I gotta do these loans what the, what, I'm, do I look like the type of bitch to do loans no I'm supposed to be flying the friendly skies right now what the fuck so I had to get my mind right and just understand like this was not rejection this was just not your time tell myself all of the affirmations that I needed to hear I needed to tell myself all of the you know um it's gonna be okay shit like you know but I had really 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 gotten my hopes and my heart wrapped into this position and I just knew that I was gonna get it and then I got shot down and it's not like I got shot down like, no, I bet you ain't getting there. Bye. You know what I'm saying? But still being told no kind of hit me in the ego because like I said, I have never been rejected for a job before. And I was at a, I, I, I have been at, like, I'll be transparent with y'all. I have been at a space in my life this year um, where I'm just not happy at work. I'm not happy with what I'm doing. Um, I'm not happy with my work environment um, as it pertains to the job. Like, um, it's, it's some of the people. And it's really not even the people that bother me because I, cause I, I could give a fuck. Don't know any motherfuckers on my check. I could give two fucks, actually. It's just more so like... I'm one of the only black people in my space. I'm one of the youngest people in my space. Um, I'm starting to feel like a pawn, like a chess piece. Like, you do what I say, when I say, how I say. I don't like that shit. Now, it ain't, it's not that I have a problem with authority, because I learned that a lot of creatives just jump ship and hop off the porch into entrepreneurship because they have a hard time listening to what motherfuckers tell them to do and following instructions. Excuse me, I don't know why I had that childish ass hiccup. <clears throat> Anywho, but people have a problem with following authority and, t- and doing what they're asked to do. And um, that's not why that's not my issue with my job. I, I, I try my hardest to be a- as accountable as possible. If you ask me to do something, I'm going to do it. If I don't know how to do it, I'm going to ask you until I understand. And if I fuck it up, I'm going to come to you and be like, hey, listen, I fucked up. So prepare to help me clean this shit up. And um, I don't have an issue with authority. I have an issue with being asked to do more than what I'm paid to do. That's my problem. I, if you tell me my job is this, 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 and this, I'm going to do this, 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 and this to the best of my ability. I'm going to put my first foot, my best foot forward, and I'm putting my back into that shit. But the minute you start piling on other shit that you, A, previously had never mentioned, or B, are not going to increase my pay for, or C, are not going to give me the appropriate time to complete in a quality manner, I have an issue because that's a, that's a poor depiction on my work ethic and on the quality of my work. If you're asking me to do 10 things in enough time to only complete five of those things, like I'm, I'm not that bitch. You can't finesse me like that. And corporate America jobs, period, will actually, will, will do that. They want you to extend yourself, overextend yourself. And, um, it's just been toying with my anxiety. It's been fucking up my depression and it's, and it's, it's not, it's no good for me no more. And I think that I have learned um, what I need to learn from this job and from this space in my life in order to advance to the next level 
but um, who the fuck am I? You know, I'm just a girl. I'm not God, and the universe controls my path, and I have had to humble my faith down significantly this year to say, okay, I, I surrender. I surrender. Like, a bitch will lay in her bed, arms out like a little kid, like, I surrender. Do with me what you will. Do with me what you will. Do with me what you will. Like, whatever you see fit, God, please make it happen. Um, I have asked the universe to open doors for me. And it, and, it, and it has been slowly happening. And I have been getting signs, consistent signs, too. Like, I know change is coming. I know a big change is coming. I can feel the shift. It's like almost like since chills through my spine to talk about it because I know it's coming. And I just thought this was it. I was like, yes, this is it. This is a sign, God. I've been asking God for bright red signs. And Marissa, the bitches be wearing red. Like, yes, like. Like, this is it this is what I'm supposed to be doing and it was not it <laughs> like it was not it so now I'm back at square one um well really not really I'm probably like square five like square five out of 30 I don't know but I'm, I'm back at the beginning okay honey I'm back at the beginning of wondering like okay what am I on the brink of what am I on the verge of how can I prepare myself how can I stay faithful how can I stay positive and grateful because I have noticed when I am grateful and I'm always grateful I'm always grateful but when I outwardly express my gratitude for my blessings for the small things for the shit that we take for granted every day for this phone in my hand for my fingertips for my you know what I'm saying like just every little thing that makes your life flow a little bit easier when I express my gratitude for that I get more I get more it's like I'm making space for more and when I give I get more so I like to do those things not just so I can get more but just so I can see what the universe is trying to introduce in my life and 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 how my mouth can open up my blessings you know because I have also learned that my mouth can block my blessings so all week last week was just like a funk because Tuesday was my first day back to work. It was my first day realizing that I was not, in fact, about to fly the friendly skies of Dubai and <laughs> to be a uh, flight attendant, at least not right now. Um, I came back to a shit ton of emails like, damn, a bitch was only gone for one day. Why do I have 326 emails? 326 motherfuckers don't even really know me like that to be sending me. Like, why? So... It was just a lot. It was a lot. And I was just overwhelmed. And it it hit me. It hit me at my desk right before I recorded that episode at 3.30 p.m. This is not what I want to be doing. This is not it. And I'm going to have to quit this job. And I I don't know how I'm going to do that. Because I'm going to tell you right now. I don't give a fuck what the internet tell you. I don't give a fuck what the internet make you look like, makes it look like, makes my pet. I don't care what I post. I don't care how many times you see me cocktailing out to dinner. I don't give a fuck where you see me at. A bitch is po, okay? I am po. I am po. <laughs> like, I am not, no, let me change my verbiage. I am speaking positive affirmations over myself and over my finances. I am rich. I have everything I need. I have plentiful funds. I just need to find them that that's what it is i'm i'm searching for the money show me the money well like that's what i'm doing so it just hit me and then i was just like i can't quit like i have to i have to be here and um i feel like a fucking prisoner to this job into the desk because it's like oh i could quit and be a, and be a real broke rich for real like really not have any funds or i can keep going and have a little bit of funds to do this have a little bit of funds to do that and just be miserable like what kind of lifestyle is that and um I just had to process that rejection like it really took me some time to process the fact that I was was finally facing a no 
And it was like a hard no. Like, it wasn't a no, like, oh, I got, you know, uh, rejected from a school, but I can probably go, you know, uh, talk to a counselor and get me in. Because let me tell you, I have gotten into many schools just by face-to-face talking to counselors. I ain't never took a test to get into nothing. Um, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. We ain't going to talk about that. But, like, I had to face the fact that I had received a hard no. I have to swallow that shit and I have to keep it pushing and now I have to pick it up, like pick up the pieces of myself and plan accordingly for what my next step is going to be because I couldn't dare let that defeat me. Like I couldn't dare let that be it. And I'm like, until the pie start paying the bitch bills, something going to do it and something going to take us around the world and it ain't going to be my money because I got better places and, and other things to put my money towards. So if I can just get a job that allows me to travel and that's going to pay me to do that and it's going to give me some discounts to do that, then the bitch is good. I'm cold. Um, but that didn't happen. And I had to figure out how like you know what am I gonna do like what is my mental process gonna be like and what's my plan b and what's my plan c um now lucky for me I had already planted a couple of seeds for some other positions that I was looking at that I know that I would much rather be doing than what I'm currently doing um one within my company and one outside of my company so I did secure myself that way and I'm still in the processes of um both of those positions I'm actually advancing to the next level of those positions so um of of the of the the interview process like the application process of those positions and because it's kind of intricate as well but um and I had to take that as like, okay, this is a sign. I'll be asking God for signs. I'll be asking God to help me deal with this shit. And maybe I didn't get this job because I'm supposed to be at this job because I'm supposed to meet X person or help X person. You know what I mean? Like everything ties in. Everything has a purpose. Divine timing is so real. And as much as I preach that and as much as I understand that, in that moment, I was not trying to hear none of that positive spirituality shit. I was trying to like, okay, bitch, you made a mistake where's the highlighter highlight my name i was finna go to walgreens buy my own goddamn highlight highlight my shit and come to the next level of the interview process like here i'm present what's good so you know it was just a matter of figuring out like okay this puts me back in a position where i really have to brainstorm and ask myself what do you want to do what do you want to do and how are we going to make it happen because wasting your life at a job that you hate And that you cry at and that you're depressed to go into and feel the weight of your of the world lift off of your shoulders when you come out of it. That's that's not a life. And it's not even that I hate my job. I don't hate my job. I just know that that's not me. Like that's that's not for me. And I'm burnt out. I'm burnt out of corporate America. I am 27 years old and I have probably been working in corporate America setting for about 10 years on and off and I'm just tired of it and I I found something that I love I found a couple of things that I love and I want to spend my time doing that and I think that time is so precious it's so 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 precious that you know you can't get it back and um you need to spend it doing things that make you feel absolutely amplified and if you are not you're doing yourself a disservice and I'm doing myself a disservice right now, and I understand that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying go out and quit your job if you don't like your job because, bitch, I can't pay your bills. Shit, I can barely pay mine. What I'm saying is plan, plan. You know what I'm saying? Plan accordingly. If you feel like you're in a process where you got rejected like I got rejected and you feel like you're back in square one, don't let that shit defeat you. You get your ass back up and you try again, and I'm going to keep and You best believe. So you have to wait six months between times that you can apply before you can apply again for Emirates. Bitch, January on the to the date, I'm going to be putting in my application because they going to hire me. They just don't know it yet. But I'm coming. I'm coming for that. And um, 
you know, you just plan and you and you have to continue and keep that same fire to and apply it to everything. And like for me right now, and I'm preaching to myself when I say this because sometimes I hear words clearly and more and better when I'm saying them to someone else versus when I'm saying them to myself. But you got to put 200% into whatever you're doing because that's just going to act as training for what you want to do because trust and believe regardless of what it is that you want out of life or what kind of position you want to be in what kind of job you want to be working you gonna have to do some shit you don't like you're gonna have a part of your job that you just dread that you just like oh this shit repulses me i do not want to do this why the fuck do i have to do it there's gonna be some shit like that it's going to it's inevitable you're not gonna find a job that's rainbows and butterflies unless you like are like a, a test dummy for weed or something I I don't know you might enjoy that but nothing is going to be perfect and I had to help myself understand that a timing was important timing is everything I have no idea why I was rejected for that job right now that could be keeping me from a fucking you know plane crash it's not gonna work because I really don't want that shit to happen to nobody it could be keeping me from anything anything that could have happened or would have happened but god i I understand god and i understand his time is more important than mine and i understand he is so much smarter than me so i have to just learn how to lead that shit in his hands and pray on it and meditate on it and, and ask the universe to show me what my now is and what my purpose right now is and what my next move right now is so i could really swallow that rejection because um my little ego was kind of shot but More so, I was disappointed because I thought that I was going to get, you know, this big lifestyle change that I have been so, you know, vastly, seriously needing and and craving. And, um, and I'm, and I'm not, it's at least not right now and, or, or not in that way. So I'm still watching my words and watching my thoughts and, and expressing my gratitude to the universe for any and everything that I have and any and everything that's coming my way, because I understand that just because it didn't happen like that like I thought it would don't mean it's never gonna happen at all and one thing I'm not gonna ever do is count myself out so that's really what I want to um the message that I want to relay today don't count yourself out I don't give a fuck bro how many people tell you no you need to tell you yes if it means for you to look yourself in the morning every morning when you get up in the mirror and be like bitch you a billionaire and these people just don't know they finna pay you you need to tell yourself that shit you need to tell yourself all the good things that you love about yourself all the good things that you love about your life express gratitude over everything but don't whatever you do do not count yourself out don't ever give up on some shit because somebody else told you no because it's somebody out there that'll tell you yes if i told y'all some of my stories y'all would not believe me some of the people that have said yes to me when i thoroughly deserve to know thoroughly do you hear me like let me let me let y'all in on a little secret if you've seen a bitch on paper like if, if somebody went to, to went to any one of my colleges and got my transcripts you'll think i just went to school and wrote my name on a sheet of paper and left and i'm gonna leave it at that but just know i have had a lot of yeses that i did not deserve or maybe i did deserve them and i just didn't know and they were gateways to the next path to my life but if you count yourself out, you don't even give yourself the opportunity to be to get a second answer or, or to try again. So when you get rejected, whether it be with a job, whether it be with a nigga, whether it be with a female, whether it be, you know, whatever have you, a business, whatever have you, just don't count yourself out. Find another way because it, it, there is another way. I know it is. I believe in you. If I can come through some of the blazing fires that I have come through to be at this moment right now in this parking structure, holding my iPhone 7, talking these words to you guys 
I know you can do it. Because a bitch done been through some scorching hot fires. I'm talking about third degree burns on my bike type fires. Like, it has been a struggle. Like, let's struggle, honey. <laughs> it's been serious. So, um, I just wanted to send that message out today and, and let you guys know how much I still appreciate you. Like, every day, every day, every day, I appreciate you. Shout out to my motherfucking listeners in New Zealand. Like, I looked at my analytics the other day, and I seen New Zealand, and a bitch almost broke down and cried. Like, what? First of all, how y'all find out about me? My little black ass. I'm from the ghetto of Milwaukee. How did y'all find out about me? How? So, if you're listening right now, and you're in New Zealand, I need you to tell me. I need you to inbox me on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever and tell me how you found the pod because we're gonna do a black and abroad episode and when we do that shit i want to talk to a listener that's not even from here so again gratitude to you all love and light to you all thank you so much for being my therapy thank you so much for lending me your ears peace the fuck out